Holy Frijoles, what a podcast we have for you today, senors and senoritas. Yeah, we really do. Uh, yeah, we, we got a lot of cool stuff today. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm going to be calling my son. I don't think many of you realized I had a kid. Great, just a wonderful little boy. I, I rarely get to see him. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna be calling him a few times during the show to get caught up to my son. Um, we're gonna be talking about parental attachments. Uh, are you one of these people that always have to kind of be plugged in and communicating with your parents, even though you're older? Ooh, interesting. Um, we're gonna be taking some crazy uh, phone calls from listeners. Um, we're going to have a guest in today, a really funny comedian. Uh, my friend Sean Tweedley will be here to, uh, shoot the breeze. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl commercials. Um, and we're going to be talking about something that's kind of a sticky thing. Jobs that people won't do in the United States. There's people out there that won't do certain jobs. I don't know. Is there or isn't there? We're going to discuss... And here's a job I wish never happened. Dr. Ascot's coming by so he can do his job and make me sit through his stupid therapy. But at least I'll have fun till we get there. Right here on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Riding down the Harlan Highway. It's the Harlan Highway. Have you checked the children? Okay, America, you're on the Harlan Highway, and it is my job to get on the Harlan Highway every day and make you happy, make you smile, entertain you. And I love it. I love my job. But, you know, have you ever heard this saying, there's jobs Americans won't do? Oh, that that's, I'm American. I can't do that job. No, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't shovel horse manure. I just, no. I, I'm American. You want to see my passport? Look at my passport. Does it look like my passport says I shovel horse manure? What? Oh, no. I don't wash dishes. Excuse me. I'm American, okay? Uh-uh, biatch. I mean, are you kidding me, man? Americans are great people. They'll do whatever they have to do, man. I mean, there are jobs that Americans don't like to do. But people go, oh, all the illegal immigrants take those jobs, man. I can't work at McDonald's or I can't, uh, you know, do landscaping or, uh, you know, work as a mechanic. Well, so what, man? If illegal aliens have got those jobs, they've got them. You think if there's no illegal aliens, those jobs wouldn't be done by some American, some legalized, God-fearing American? You know, there are states where there's hardly any illegal aliens. And guess what, people? Somebody washes the dishes, somebody rakes the leaves, somebody shovels the horse poop. Yeah. And it's probably God-loving Americans. 
So don't tell me that there's jobs Americans won't do. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I can't be a CEO. I'm an American. No, what I do, I just lay on the beach, and my job is to eat pizza and Pringles and drink beer. That's my job. I won't do much else. Send me my paycheck. The sun's going down. Hurry. This country was built on the blood, sweat, and tears of people doing jobs that nobody else wanted to do. I won't do those jobs, man. I just won't. I'm an American. Actually, I'm a Canadian, so... (laughs) I don't have to do them anyways. I have to go to Canada and do some log rolling. Harland Williams. Okay, not true. I'm both. I'm Canadian and American. Yes, I was born in Canada. I was raised in Canada. Moved here uh, when I was about uh, 28, 29 years old and uh, have lived here uh, the rest of the time and went through the whole process, got my green card, then I got my uh, citizenship and my passport. So now I'm officially Canadian and American, which is kind of cool because my father's father, my grandfather was American. He lived up around the uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio area, and uh, he moved up to Canada, had my dad up there. My dad had me, and now I'm bringing it back home. You see the big circle of life, man? So my job as a Canadian-American is to bring it back home. What if I didn't want that job? Oh, I can't do that job. I can't bring it back home. That is so weird. I'm a Canadian-American. Isn't that funny? You know, kind of like, you know, the the old African-American pride. I'm African-American, man. Don't forget it. No, no, wouldn't forget that. Hey, man, I'm Asian-American. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'm Canadian-American. What the hell is that? Uh, Forget it. I'll be over here um, sucking on a wet sponge. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think if you put if you put Canadians and Americans beside each other in a police lineup, I don't think you could pick us out until maybe we talked, and then you'd uh, you'd have us busted. But uh, you know, just a, just a crazy Canadian American bringing it home from my dad's dad, and I'm his son, and son dad, dad son dad, dad son son dad. And if I sound happy today, it's because I'm about to call my son, Kevin. And for those of you that didn't know I had a son, yeah, I got a son. Little little guy, little fun guy. I tried to call him earlier this week, and I guess he was kind of busy with his little playmates. But uh, today, I'm going to take the little guy to the zoo. And I'm very excited. In fact, let's call him up right now. And uh, my little guy, Kevin, my little son... My pride and joy. Let's call him up, and I'm going to surprise him and uh, take him to the zoo for a day at the zoo with Daddy. Uh, Here we go. Dialing the phone, and oh, here we go. Hello? Hi, Kev. Har? Hey. Oh, hey, man. How you doing? Good. You ready to go to the zoo? To the zoo? Were we going to go to the... (laughs) Were we going to go to the zoo? It's a surprise. Oh, well, no wonder I didn't know. What, what's happening at the zoo? It's Father Sunday at the zoo. 
Oh, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I can't go today. I, I've got to work at uh, four. Your favorite monkeys are there. My favorite monkeys. I, <laughs> I got to work at four, or I can't go. They'll be giraffes. Maybe we can go another time. Tigers. The tigers had cubs. Maybe. Again. Oh, that's nice. I I like the tigers. Maybe next week, you know, maybe next year. I can pick you up. Um, yeah, I can't go, uh, I can't go today. There's caramel corn and purple balloons. <laughs> That's and great if you're nine years old. There's snakes and grit bears and things. Well, why don't you go? Go, go have a good time. I, I want you to come home now. Okay, uh, I'll see you later. Just come home. Whoa, what the hell? Son? Son? Hello. Hey, Harlan, how you doing? Hey, man, what's going on? What can I do for you? You sound like a pretty cool guy on the radio, and I'd, I'd like to be your friend. Uh, okay. I, I'm hoping we might be able to hang out sometime. I don't know, man. I, I got to be kind of careful. You're not one of these, like, weird, uh, nutty, like, whack job guys, are you? You know, my family says I'm making progress, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, dude. I, I better put you through a screening process uh, first. What do you think about standing outside someone's window all night with an axe in one hand and a weed whacker in the other covered with pig's blood? Man, I, I think it's really cool. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, dude. Maybe we can hang out. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... My family says I'm making progress. Yeah, I think I'm uh, busy, dude. I'd like to be your friend. Oh, you know what, dude? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so bizarre. I just looked at my calendar. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. it. It looks like I'm busy for the rest of my life. Feel free to call me back anytime. <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks uh, there. Uh, wow, buddy, I'll be sure and set up a date for us real soon. Me, you, Chuck E. Cheese, and your counselor. Highland Williams. So it, it begs the question, how often do you talk to your parents or how often do your parents call you um i don't know are you one of these uh families i, I know people that talk to their mothers or their fathers there, there's people that talk to them every day i i don't know how you do that even if you're on great terms with them what do you what do you got to talk about every day with your parents with anyone for that matter um and then uh, are you are you possibly one of these people that kind of are in the middle of the road? Like, you know, you talk every week, every couple of weeks. Or are you uh, are you the type of person that talks to your parents like a few times a year? Or are you the type of person that just calls your parents at Christmas? Or vice versa? How often do your parents call you? Hmm. Does it mean anything? Does it stand for anything? I don't know. Um, I'll be honest with with my folks. It's uh, we've never uh, done a lot of phone calling, you know. Um, 
sometimes it can be probably as little as like 10 times a year, maybe, maybe less. Sometimes it might be a little more, but it's never too much. Um, but whenever we call, it just feels like you kind of picked up from where you were. It's not like, uh, why haven't you been calling me? Well, why haven't you been calling me? Well, you should have called first. Well, maybe you should have called first. <laughs> it's not like a phone war. Um, but I know some people that are into their adult years and they still call their parents a lot. And and uh, I, I have a feeling girls do it more than guys. I could be wrong, but my experience is girls do it more. And I get a little nervous, um, you know, if you're if you're dating a girl or you're thinking of dating a girl and she phones her mother a lot and she seeks her mother's counsel a lot and she asks for her mother's advice a lot and she has to report on everything she does to her mother a lot. It makes me a little bit suspicious. Um, which I don't know if that's a good thing on my part. Maybe I should be like uh, celebratory and be like, oh, isn't that cute? What a bond, what a relationship, blah, 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 blah. Which, you know, I guess that element exists from my side. But then the suspicious side is I wonder if maybe there's some psychological issues that that girl maybe hasn't fully grown up. And maybe I'm just being a dick for saying this, but I I, I, I worry that maybe uh, there's there's a maturity thing there that 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 girl or that guy there's guys that call their mothers a lot too. If if there's a a, a neediness, a clinginess, or there's a lack of uh, psychological independence, and there's this cling factor, and there's this reass- reassurance factor, and there's this. Maturity factor where this person hasn't gro- developed enough or grown up enough to the point where they don't really uh, trust or value their own judgment. And so they call the parental figure for, uh, you know, reaffirmment or, uh, you know, um, approval or whatever, you know. What does it mean when you talk to your parents or feel the need to talk to your parents too much? I don't know. Are you one of those people? If you want to talk about it, you can call and leave me a message, 888-500-2090. I'd like to understand it better. Maybe I'm way off base, but maybe I'm hitting the nail right on the head. I don't know. Maybe I'll call my, uh, my mom and see. Hello. Hello, Harlan. This is Sean Keane calling. Uh, okay. What's going on, man? Here's something funny you can do. Call up your friend and say, Hi, I just got out of the shower. Can I call you back? What? What the hell are you talking about, man? Thank you. I've got someone very, very funny with me here today on the Harlan Highway. Stand-up comedian, actor, entrepreneur, Mr. Sean Tweedley is here. How you doing, Sean? I'm great. Thank you for having me back. So did you have any trouble parking when, yeah. you, got, when you came in here today? Uh, yeah, because um, your, your company doesn't, you know... 
flip the bill for parking? We we don't want to mention that really. That's oh. yeah. Huh. We well, do, we do that with everyone, not just you. Oh, cool. No, then I'm all then I'm one of the ones that didn't get parking as well. Oh. Did you have did you find a spot? Yeah, right in front. Um, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I parked under a sign that says no parking. Oh. <laughs> um I love Ooh. this too. Right under that, but yeah. There's in littler letters. Yeah. It says anytime. You know? No parking anytime. I know. Does it make any sense? Not really, right? I would swear no parking is enough. I think that says everything. You know? Yeah. I can't imagine who anytime is for, you know? I mean, who pulls up under a sign that only says no parking? He's like, ah, oh, damn. No parking. Well, what else happens out there? Do you have trouble when you're driving around? Yeah, I do. Um, I, uh, I'm not a very good driver, so, you know, a lot of things distract me. Warning signs distract me. Yeah, they're know. everywhere. You ever see the little kid in a residential neighborhood? There's a little kid all stretched out with a ball in front of him on a sign. Oh, it's, yeah, on the blue sign. Yeah, it's a warning about the kid might be running across your car with yeah. a ball in front of him. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. I, I'm staring at that sign. Yeah. You know, I'm whipping down the road. I'm trying to decipher what it... Bang, I hit the kid. You oh, know? my God. Because <laughs> I was looking at the sign and not the kid. <laughs> And I should have been looking ahead of me yeah. as a kid, but I was looking at his picture. Oh, well, how'd that work out for you? I took his ball. Oh, you got a new ball? Yeah, because, you know, that, oh. the kid, he didn't need it no more. So what's coming up for you? Uh, where can we expect to see you later this year? And uh, what are you doing? Check and... me out MySpace. Uh, last name T-W-E-E-D-L-E-Y. That's Tweedley with a T. Sean Tweedley here. On the Harland Highway. Will you come back and see us when you get in and off the road in a couple of months? Yeah, I would love to. This is it. Comedy coming at you here on the Harland Highway. And speaking of comedy, you know where there's always some cool comedy? It's the uh, the commercials, the Super Bowl commercials. You know, Super Bowls all around us. And, um, you know, some people actually tune in to... Uh, Watch the commercials. Let's get into that. How many of you actually like the Super Bowl, or you're like one of these dips that likes to watch the Super Bowl commercials? I mean, what the hell is that all about, man? You go from uh, watching a feat of uh, natural athleticism to watching some dumbass open a beer bottle with his teeth. When did we become a nation that paid respect to commercials? I don't know. I just think it's it's all part of the Super Bowl stuff, man. There's other big shows. You don't sit around, oh, I got to see the commercials for Desperate Housewives. Oh, my God. The only reason I watch Letterman is for the commercials. Oh, my God. Did you see Lost last night? Well, not the actual show, but that Pringles commercial right in the middle. Oh, my God. It blew my mind. I don't know. I guess maybe if you got Janet Jackson doing a got milk commercial, that might work. A wardrobe malfunction. Got milk? You know what I'm saying. Well, I could throw it to a commercial right now, but instead I think I'll just say... You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. the sound of that car driving away i wish i could drive away and here's why it's friday and every friday i have to do my required therapy session with 
Dr. Ascot, the doctor that the powers that be that run the studio here force me to sit with. I have to comply with this procedure or I'm going to get a pink slip. They think uh, I'm a liability. I'm going to say something crazy. So to protect themselves, they have me do therapy every Friday with this idiot Dr. Ascot who annoys the hell out of me. You know what, I was going to ask him a question about, you know, mothers and parental dependence uh, as you get older and all that stuff I talked about earlier. I don't, I can't be bothered. I, I don't want this guy to think that I actually care. I'm just going to go in, sit down, and let him do his stupid thing and get it over as quickly as possible. So here we go. Arrgh. Hello, Arland. Hello, Dr. Ascot. How are you today, Arland? Well, you tell me. Why do you have me in these little skimpy gym shorts? Arland, today I want to try a different type of therapy with you. Well, what what does wearing these little baby sky blue gym shorts with a white stripe on the side have to do with it? Arlen, please be patient. Today we are doing something called yoga therapy. Yoga therapy. Exactly, Arlen. What we do is we show the body how to be flexible. I'm going to have you twist your body into different shapes and contortions. And in making your body flexible, Arlen, we also make your mind flexible. You know, that actually sounds like it could make some sense for once. Are you being condescending, Arland? No, it actually sounds... All right, Arland, enough chit-chat. Well, I'm just... Let's get started. Okay, what do I need to do? Please sit on the floor on this mat, Arland. Okay. And I want you to start by pulling your right arm around the back of your neck and pulling. Okay, let me try... Uh, ow, it's kind of stiff. Just give it an effort, Arland. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, there it is. Now just pull on it a little bit, Arland. Loosen it up. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, that actually feels good. Are you feeling yourself get flexible, Arland? Yeah, yeah, that feels good. All right, release the left arm, Arland, and now try it with the right arm. Okay. It's a little looser, actually, this arm. Here we go. Ah! Ah! There you go, Arlen. You see, you're starting to get flexible. Yeah, this is good. And then once my body's relaxed, I guess the theory is my mind relaxes. Don't tell me my work, Arlen. No, I'm just saying... Arlen. I'm just saying... Arlen. (sighs) All right, what next? Arlen, I want you to bring your left leg... Grab your ankle and pull it up and put your leg behind the back of your head, Arland. Well, I don't know. Just focus, Arland. This is all about mind control and flexibility. All right, here we go. Almost, almost. Keep going, Arland. I'm trying. Keep going. Okay, my left leg is now behind my... My head feels kind of snug. Excellent, Arlen. Now bring your right leg up and do the exact same thing. You can 
position your back against my desk, and it'll support you. Okay, let me get my other... Okay. Almost there, Arlen. Okay, these shorts are a little tight. Almost... Ah, okay. Oh! What was that noise? Arlen. I just... What was it? Did I just pop a joint? Something popped, Arlen. What do you mean, something popped? I think you better put your legs down, Arlen. Something popped out of your little blue shorts. What do you mean? I I, I can't... My legs are stuck. I can't... What popped out of my shorts, Ascot? Arlen, it looks like one of your testicles popped out. Oh, my God! My goodness, Arlen, it's a plumper. Don't call it a plumper. Well, it is rather plump, Arlen. It looks like a Christmas ham. Stop. Don't look at my testicle popping out. I can't get my legs off my neck. Arlen, that thing really puffs out. Stop talking about it. Are you sure you don't have a puffball in your pants, Arlen? No, I don't have a puffball in my pants. Stop looking at my... Nutbag. Don't call it my nutbag. Help me get my legs off. It looks like this stuck, Arland. Well, then, what am I going to do? Let me stuff your testy back into your little blue shorts, Arland. Oh, God, don't. What are you doing? Don't. Oh, don't touch my ball. Oh, oh, no, no. Just a minute, Arland. It's almost in there. There, I've tucked your little plumper back into your pants. Stop calling it a plumper. Arland, it really is a plumpy. A plumpy little numpy. Don't say plumpy little numpy. Come on, get my legs off. Oh, what was that? It looks like your plump pudding cake popped out again, Arland. Don't call it a plump pudding cake. It's really got a lot of grisly old hair on it, Arland. Stop. Let me stuff it back. Don't touch it. Oh, don't touch it again. Your hands are clammy. Let me stuff it in there, Arlen, right into your little tiny blue tight shorts. Oh, God! Oh. There you go, Arlen. Okay, get my legs off of here. What was that? It looks like Plumpy the Numpy popped out again, Arlen. Don't call it Plum- Plumpy the Numpy. Stop it! Let me see if I can pull the other one from the other side, and it'll pull this one back. What are you doing? Stop digging around in my shorts. Ah! Ow! There you go, Arlen. Get my legs! Got my legs off! Get out of here! Stop touching my plumpy numpy! Stop it! Get out! Plumpy numpy! Get out! God! God, was that creepy? That guy's just getting creepier, man. Puts me in little tight blue shorts and. I think I'll try calling my son once more before we wrap up today's show. Maybe that'll calm my nerves. Let me let me give my boy a call. Maybe I should uh, just check in with my son and do my little good nights like a good daddy does. So let's call my son uh, live on the air here. Uh, my little little guy, little six-year-old Kevin. And here we go. I'm just dialing his number, and it's ringing. And oh, here we go. Hello. Hi, Kev. Har, is that you? Yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm just, uh, I'm just about to hit the sack, man. It's ten thirty. 
Okay, I've got Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. You do. That's great. Yep. Let's get all tucked in. <laughs> uh, thanks, Har. But I'm uh, I'm gonna hit the hay. So uh, maybe I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. And tonight I'll check under the bed before you go to sleep, so there's no more Mister Scratchy Eyes. That's very nice of you, Harlan. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I'm sure my kids would appreciate that. Um, I'll talk to you later. Maybe I'll read The Cat in the Hat tonight, son. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm not your son. Nice talking to you, cousin. I'll leave the closet door closed. Yeah, okay. Make sure you close the door after you leave and hang up the phone. Bye. Uh, wait. What? I, I want you to come home now. See ya. Come home. Oh, well, okay. Maybe he probably has a broken phone or, or uh, he needs a new phone. Maybe, maybe there was a storm or the lines went dead. But whatever, I'll, I'll catch up with my kid uh, sooner or later. Uh, he's a great kid. Um, anyhow... Uh, that is probably the end of our show here. Uh, we just kind of got to the end, and uh, what a great time. Um, a lot going on, a lot we discussed, and uh, wow, okay. Um, let me go through a few little announcements here for you folks. Um, don't forget, I will be uh, at the Irvine uh, Improv Comedy Club in Orange County, California, uh, the weekend of uh, February 11, 12, 13th, and then 14th, a rare, um, a rare uh, Monday night show because it's Valentine's uh, night. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be in uh, Tempe, Arizona at the Improv February 18th and 19th, and then uh, the 25th and the 26th, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles, California. Good times, man. Uh, don't forget you can get us on Stitcher, stitcher.com. Uh, it's a free download, a free app, uh, so you can listen to the highway on your cell phone if you want to. Um, don't forget to write to us uh, at saveashark at gmail.com, and we will send you out a form letter to harass the people that are killing sharks for shark fin soup, um, decimating the shark populations of our oceans. Um, please get involved in that if you feel so inclined. And uh, don't forget, uh, you can get uh, some fun merch at uh, harlanwilliams.com. Um, lots of fun stuff in the store there. And also click on my uh, stand-up comedy schedule at harlanwilliams.com. And you can track down all those comedy dates, the uh, showtimes, prices, venues, all that fun stuff. Uh, great to have you here. What a treat. Um, and I guess we'll catch you next time. And until then, all I can say is chicken... Ciao, man. Hello. Hello, Harlan. This is Sean Keen calling. <laughs>
Uh, okay. What's going on, man? I dropped in on a friend. He said, sit down and make yourself at home. So I sat down and told him to get out of my house. What the hell's the matter with you, man? Thank you.